Welcome to Inspiring Careers in Nursing, a production of Villanova University's M. Louise Fitzpatrick College of Nursing and WXV and U Health Radio. In this series, we will explore some interesting career paths for nurses through the experiences of Villanova nursing graduates who may have taken the road less traveled. We hope you will be inspired through these career capsules. Hello everyone, I'm Nicole Guerin, Fitzpatrick College of Nursing BSN graduate, and I am delighted to welcome you to Inspiring Careers in Nursing. This is the podcast where we hear from Fitzpatrick College of Nursing alumni about the different career paths they have taken to inform and perhaps inspire our listeners. Today, we are speaking with Villanova nursing alum, John Irvin, who is from Gloucester City, New Jersey. John earned his BSN at the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing in 2000. John has had a fascinating and unusual career journey and is currently an executive coach at AllNet Coaching and Consulting, a company that John founded in 2014. Welcome, John. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, Nicole. I really appreciate the opportunity to have the discussion with you today. Well, we're proud to have you as an alum, and I was hoping that you could share some of your experience that brought you to Villanova's College of Nursing with us. So I know um, the focus is on non-traditional nursing careers, and I think I fit that um, bill very, very good. But also, I have a non-traditional upbringing, I think, which is important for the listeners to hear. You know, a lot of folks don't know, but I actually was a foster child uh, for many years as a young person, and I eventually was adopted. And, you know, through a lot of adversity and challenges in my life, growing up in a trailer park, I eventually kind of figured out how to get into uh, in the military and had an amazing career in the United States Army. At that point in the United States Army, I learned that I wanted to be a, a nurse, a registered nurse as an Army nurse. And through that process, I spent about two and a half years preparing um, for a very unique scholarship in the United States Army, which at the time was only open to enlisted soldiers such as myself. I actually ended up um, coming to Villanova University through the registration process for the Army Nursing Scholarship. And I had the opportunity to meet with Dr. Andrea Hollingsworth, who at the time was the assistant dean of the School of Nursing. And at the time, I had struggled through my previous um, courses in community college and one of my undergrad colleges before coming to Villanova. And I think through my experience in the military and the training and the confidence it provided me, Dr. Hollingsworth actually offered me admissions into Villanova Nursing School, and that was a a game changer for me. And again, I came from a non-traditional background, and to have the opportunity to attend Villanova really created an anchor for my life and my career, and also kind of launched me into, you know, one of my passions in life, which is coaching and mentoring folks. Um, And when I I was at Villanova, I was lucky enough to not only get my nursing degree, my undergrad nursing degree, but also get a minor in business at the Villanova School of Business, which is a very unique opportunity for nurses um, in any nursing school in the United States. And that really helped me in leadership positions in the United States military, which I then spent the next 10 years of my career in the United States Army. And it was really an exciting time in my life. As a, a nurse, so so after you got your Villanova nursing degree with a minor in business, um, how do you feel that informed your career choices after that moment? So number one, you know, a lot of folks 
you know, they, they assume when you're a nurse that you're just trained to be a nurse. But that's absolutely not true. And I think in my personal experiences, you know, we learn amazing relationship building, expertise, absolutely. communication skills. Yes. We learn a process which carries you through your entire life and your career. And, you know, what the process we use in nursing is the nursing process, which is APIE, which is assess, plan, implement, and evaluate. And it's interesting, over my career, I've become certified in different methodologies like lean process improvement, um, Six Sigma in the business world. But I always rely back on my nursing foundation, my nursing training, not only in my career and my mentoring, um, you know, um, with my mentoring clients and folks that I work with, but also in my life. So it's been very powerful to apply all of the amazing, I call it my anchor as a nurse, um, and the ability to communicate with folks in today's world and no matter what industry you're in is extremely, extremely important. A hundred percent. And so you feel like the, the nursing process really was the foundation. And although in business there are different types of certifications available like Lean and Six Sigma that nurses might not necessarily have heard of as an undergrad, really the nursing process is what enabled you to uh, successfully um, embrace each of those Correct. programs as well. Yes. So um, can you tell us what's a typical day like in your current role as an executive coach? What's a day look like for you? I'll give you a good example. So last year, um, I spent an entire year at a local academic uh, health system in Philadelphia. Um, I, and in that role, I was working as a consultant. And that brought all of my, I was an OR, a trained operating room nurse in the United States Army. So that has been another anchor for me over the years to work in a lot of surgical services sectors. So surgical centers, physician surgical practices, and, and working in the operating room. So for the last year, I actually spent a lot of time mentoring and providing executive coaching to a lot of uh, leaders at Pennsylvania Hospital in Philadelphia, which was an amazing experience. And it's something that is just I have a passion for. Um, not only as a nurse, but as a former Army soldier, you know, we were always trained as Army soldiers to, quote, take care of soldiers, quote. So I've done that my entire career. And as nurses, we're trained to take care of patients. So that's okay. kind of what I really like en enjoy doing in my roles for my small business, all net coaching and consulting, is really going in, not only doing a project, because we had a very big, important project in the operating room, dealing with surgical instruments and surgical supplies, but most importantly, mentoring and coaching the team that I worked with every day for the past year. And, you know, I always say I build businesses and I build people. And that all really goes back to my training as a, OR nurse, I mean, as a nurse at Villanova. And a good example last year was the four main folks that were on our team through the project um, at Penn Medicine. They all ended up getting promoted into different uh, positions at the end of that project. And I feel like we really had a great impact. It was me and t some other team members with the organization that I was subcontracting with, which for me, that's the most valuable thing that I can share. You know, my experiences and my personal knowledge within the healthcare industry when we're doing, when I'm doing a project like that. So it was just a really exciting time. So that was my most recent project. And throughout my career, it's just interesting that I've always done a lot of mentoring and coaching. 
And a great story is when I started nursing school, remember I was a, a soldier. I was actually a sergeant in the in the army when I started at Villanova. So as a non-traditional nursing student, Correct. Right, coming in with a significant life experience, it may have Correct. been very different from your classmates. It, exactly. Very, very different. And But we in the military were taught to take care of soldiers and take care of each other. And in Villanova, when I first started, we actually created uh, as a non-traditional um, nursing program, and it was accelerated program. So you had to take a lot of classes, like the first yeah, first really one intense. or two yeah. semesters. It was a lot. Of, it was very difficult. We formed a, a study group, and that really was a perfect match for me and the other students in the class because we all just became really, really good friends, and many of us still keep in touch today. And that really helped us and supported us as a nursing group to get through the program. And actually, we all did very well. So uh, I can hear your passion for the program and for the work you do. It, it's really inspiring. What would you recommend to somebody who might want to follow the career path that you have followed? Would you recommend academic training? Would you recommend some specialty certifications? So because I do career coaching, I think it's very important that you always want to create and this is something I do with my career coaching clients, you want to create a, a roadmap, right? And it could be a very simple roadmap. But one of the things I do with my coaching clients is I, I, I do a, like a vision statement. And you've heard of like vision boards and things like that. Yes. Yeah. But it's really important for folks to really reflect on what they find important in life and in their career, whether it was in school or, or post-school, and to really develop a, a plan of action on what they want to do, what are the goals and objectives, and what are the things they need to achieve those goals and objectives, right? Not only in life, but obviously in your career. So a vision statement is extremely powerful, and I've done it with several executives over the years, and I can proudly say they've all done extremely well in their career. And then once you create that foundational kind of roadmap, then you want to look at, you know, your foundation, say, as a Villanova nurse, and you look at the transferable skills that nursing provides you, right? It provides you some amazing transferable skills. And that literally gives you the opportunity, in my opinion, to literally work in almost any industry, whether it's sales, whether it's operations, whether it's healthcare administration, whether it's, you know, a designer. Now, now today in, in the world of healthcare, there's a lot of designing occurring with different facilities and different um, methodologies that we're using in the health system. So it's really important to create that roadmap and then, you know, I, me personally, I got my foundational undergrad, my bachelor's degree. And then as I progressed through my career, I said, okay, well, now I want to maybe get a little bit more training in business. So I actually went and got a master's degree in business administration. And then I also did a lot of training in like process improvement. So as a nurse, you have this amazing foundation that you get from Villanova training. And then you can kind of add and plug and play over the years, depending on where your career is going. And I think that's a great way to approach it. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with John Irvin today about his career in executive consulting and coaching. John, so we were just speaking about skill set, transferable skills, um, additional experience or education that you might recommend to somebody. Can you provide for us sort of a, a, a context of a list of of skill sets that you learned in nursing that are transferable into business. And then maybe provide us with the names of some of the certifications that you personally have obtained or that you would recommend to others. Absolutely. So I think the most important um, takeaway that I had from nursing 
was again the ability to build a relationship with a human being with an individual and you know we're very empath empathetic and the caring that we provide as nurses is unmatched and every year and i'm sure you're aware nicole that we are voted the most trusted profession right yeah. in the world yes. and there's a reason for that right and in today's world there's nothing more important in my opinion than having somebody's trust right and the communication and the structure that we learn as nurses because remember we're following the scientific principles right so it's very specific very structured way of learning that there's a foundation that's created in the beginning where we take our sciences our anatomy and physiology our biologies and then we slowly progress to more advanced courses like pharmacology genetics oncology and those are courses that you start more in a um uh, like more of a structured kind of educational track but then you have to think more systematically as a nurse because we're looking at a holistic process that we care for a patient a, a lot more holistic than a lot of other uh, medical folks and sure. we are there as the patient advocate so we have to be able to look at all the different factors that are involved in a patient and that is extremely valuable in any industry and very transferable so taking all of that specialty knowledge and integrating yes. it to come up with a, a nursing care plan is very similar to putting together Correct. a project plan and business, et cetera. Exactly. Yeah. And it's interesting. I'm actually close to getting my doctorate in a, um, a, a very unique um, program where it's systems thinking and complexity. But for the last five or six years of my training, it's amazing the applications that we had in nursing for a holistic, I call it wide angle view of healthcare and the patient. And that's the approach you, you learn and you take as a nurse that then carries you forward to any industry. And it makes you extremely valuable and extremely marketable. Because again, when you're at the bedside and you're caring for your patient, there's no more closer relationship when you're, and I used to be a, a step down cardiothoracic nurse in the army. And when those patients come out of the OR, right? they are scared to death and you have to be able to speak with them build their trust and, and do whatever you can to communicate with them and make sure that they feel like everything's going to be okay and that could be through motivating them to get up and walk post-op which right. is very difficult yes you know providing them you know a massage or you know different techniques we use to clear out the lungs post cardiac surgery Hot towels on the shoulder oh absolutely <laughs> But yeah. that, that modalities and that therapeutic um, process that we use in a patient, they, that same systems thinking can be applied in any industry. And it's really amazing. Hel uh, medical sales, I did medical sales. So I was going to say, so you've been in and out of a number of, of different industries since you know, uh, critical care nursing. And that, that's something that we share as cardiothoracic uh, ICU and post-open-heart post um, care and I think you and I both um, at different times were involved in the open heart program, yeah. heart transplant program at Hahnemann back yes, in the day. Correct. Um, so small I, world. I, I, yeah, it is, <laughs> and I agree. Critical care is really crisps, you know, up your your um, triage, and um, you, you have a limited amount of time to get people up and moving, etc. So again, well, I want to circle back to um, one of the things that you're passionate about: the mentorship. Yes. Um, and I'm wondering if you have any suggestions or recommendations to young nurses about finding a mentor um, and how to use the mentorship relationship um, when you're developing your career. Great question. So I, 
so one of the things that I've always taught my staff that have worked for me is you have to ma- you have to manage up. So if I'm your boss, I don't expect you to just do everything that I, you know, tell you. I don't just bark orders at you. I expect you to manage up, and I think that's important for 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 uh, nursing students too. Well, they have to manage up in their career, and they really have to kind of think ahead and what's going to be the most important, valuable thing for them, you know, as a nurse. So right. I think it's really important. And I don't think we talk about that enough. We, the no, managing up that that wasn't something that I, I heard until grad school myself. So, yeah, yeah, it's very very important. And I think nowadays, because remember, healthcare is more traditional, you know, we call it a functional organization, right? Where you have different departments and those departments can, in the, in the, in the organizational development model, it's silos. So we weren't always comfortable managing up, right? Because we figured, oh, we have a boss who's going to then tell us what to do. But times are changing now, especially with sure. different thinking and as, you know, different um, Technology younger folks come market. into the industry. Yeah, you know they want more autonomy. They want more independence, and it's really important to manage up. You know your your career, and I think that's something that's extremely valuable for any new nurse coming out of nursing school. Um, and I think that I always tell everybody, you want to control your destiny, but you can't expect someone to control it for you. So you have to kind of take the reins, and then make it happen. Right. So what would you suggest? So how would you suggest um, a, a nurse who's functioning in a, in a clinical setting early in their career seek out and find a mentor? Uh, I think the initial way is what I've always done is you have colleagues that you work with, um, whether it's not your direct supervisor or folks in your department or your organization, and just build that relationship with them and, you know, say, hey, I'm, I'm looking for a mentor. Like, it's important to me. Sh- show me the ropes. Show me what you've done. So that's what I've done. So when I was, a, like, a lieutenant in the Army or I was a, a private in the Army, I went to the sergeants, right, who were two ranks above me, and I said, well, wh- what are you doing? Show me how to do it, right? Same thing when I was a military officer. As a, a new, brand new second lieutenant, I went to the majors and colonels. I said, hey, can you, can you kind of show me how you got to this stage of your career? And what are the things that you did? So there's a very important term. I know some folks, I, I used to be a big Tony Robbins um, advocate. He calls it modeling. Very important. So you want to find someone in your life, or maybe not even in your life, but you want to model their behavior, right? And build those relationships with those individuals. And then you don't, you're not going to follow exactly what they do. I, what I do in my career is I take a little bit from everybody, right? And right. then I use that to then create my own kind of persona that I want or my vision for my career. So I think modeling is really, really important. And sometimes we forget to do that. And there, I always say, don't reinvent the wheel. There's no sense in reinventing the wheel. There's people that have done it before us, and there's people that are right. going to do it after us. Absolutely. So it, we spend so much time overcoming the inertia in our careers or our life, trying to achieve these goals and objectives because we don't ask for help, right? We're not managing up, (laughs) right? Right. And we're not getting a mentor. And it really is valuable. And the other way with nursing, which is great, is there's amazing nursing organizations and they, ICU, OR, ER, there's local chapters. Yes. I tell everybody, sign up for your local organization chapter. Nowadays, you can do the meetings on Zoom. It's amazing to just meet other folks that are kind of in the grind with 
doing the same thing you're doing that can really relate to you and what you're going through in your career. That's really important. I think those are... And uh, share their perspective. I mean, exactly. you know, that's AACM was the first place you meet senior nurses in, in the same um, specialty that you're in. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, so after you do your vision statement, your mission and vision statement, and, you know, you really have to sort of pick try to focus on finding the right match for you. Professional associations are, are, are a great way to do that. Yes, they really are. And I've had some great, really. And the other thing is I really tell folks is for mentors is volunteer. You'd be surprised. I did a lot of volunteering when I was living in Texas and I made some, I met some amazing mentors that I didn't even think they would become mentors. So I, I think that's great advice too. Definitely you. keep your eyes and ears open. So as we close our discussion today, what's the one thing that you think is the most important to tell our listeners as they consider their own career journeys? I think the one thing that I would say is, as I mentioned earlier, create a roadmap, right? Work towards those goals and those objectives. Reach, let people help you. You know, we, we can't do things on our own. And there's going to be... Good days, and there's going to be bad days, right? And when you have those good days and those bad days, reach out to your folks, your friends, your family. You know, if you have children, you have, you know, you're married, and your, your mom and your dad. And those are the things that are most important. And I always, my saying in healthcare, it's interesting. You know, healthcare has become a very, you know, uh, a lot more business-like, right? And I always tell all my colleagues, at the end of the day, right, businesses are going to make decisions, Right. And especially now with some of the, you know, healthcare is making some decisions for, you know, having some staffing decisions. At the end of the day, we have to take care of each other, right, as healthcare professionals. Yes, And that's really, really important. And it's, uh, I'll end with one of the sayings that I've used over the years. Um, And it started, it's interesting how it started. So I'm a very ambitious, motivational person. So I used to have this saying, it was, I will excel, I will exceed, I will succeed, Right. And that was my way to always remind me to, to, to work to meet the highest standards for myself. But over the years, I guess about 10 years ago, that evolved. And it's now we will excel. We will exceed and we will succeed because in order for us to be successful in life and our career, we have to work together. It's very important. That's very powerful. Thank you. Thank you so much, John. You're welcome. Thank you to our listeners for joining us for this discussion today. We hope you picked up some good tips and interesting ideas. Remember to check the notes of this episode for links to additional information on resources and organizations that were mentioned during this interview. I'd like to thank our guest, John Irvin. Thank you so much, John, for taking the time to share your really unique and um, inspirational career journey with us today. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you, Nicole. I appreciate it. This podcast is a presentation of the Villanova University Fitzpatrick College of Nursing in collaboration with WXV and UHealth from the studios of V89.1, The Roar. Thanks for joining us. WXV and UHealth podcasts are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.